Hey everybody, Michael C. Hyatt and Diego F. Salinas here, your favorite co-hosts of Dungeon Busters with some thrilling news about Dungeon Busters Season 2. We've got an incredible lineup of guests that are going to help us bust some of our most exciting topics yet. This season, we're busting ambushes, we're busting homebrew monsters, and we're even busting lairs featuring a surprising lair expert. We've got all this and so much more headed your way for Season 2. With all that in store, we wanted to make sure we did it right. So we've pushed back our release date to February 22nd. In the meantime, we do have a little sneak peek of our first episode of Season 2, Busting Cursed Items with Kevin Rambaran. Enjoy. Welcome to Dungeon Busters, your Dungeons & Dragons actual play experiment. I'm Diego, a professional dungeon master and actor. And I'm Michael, an actor and role-playing addict. Each episode, we summon a special guest who helps us give your game inspiration one encounter at a time. We don't just play D&D, we we put put it it to the test. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Dungeon Busters podcast. Uh, My name is Michael C. Hyatt, and as always, I am joined by my wonderful co-host, Diego F. Salinas. And today, our wonderful special guest is Kevin Rambarand. Thank you for joining us, Kevin. Uh, Kevin is a comedian, artist, and restaurateur, host of the podcast Oops All Segments, and the actual play podcast What We Do in the Basement, where he is the DM. So thanks for joining us, Kevin. Welcome oh, thanks aboard. for having me, y'all. I'm glad I got to be a wonderful special guest that's like extra levels of... Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm so excited to be here. So excited to bust some dungeons. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> so you you DM your own actual play podcast, um, What We Do in the Basement. How long have you been doing that? And uh, what, what's, 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 uh, what's that all yeah. about? That's a good question. I, uh, it's, 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 we've been doing it for, I guess, quite a while now. It comes out bi-weekly. We have, I think our 45th episode just came out. Oh, wow. And Congrats. so stands to reason that that's, we started recording like right at the beginning of the pandemic and we started mm. releasing maybe like halfway through the middle of the pandemic. Um, mm. and so I, we've been doing it for almost two years. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's a comedy D and D let's play show. Uh, it's we're pretty loose and fast with the rules, if I'm being honest, like we use the rule book and we we do follow them. And sometimes I'm hard on my players. But uh, I think for the most part, it's 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 a comedy show where, where mm-hmm. I have these other improvisers, Thomas, who's been on the show before, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Jesse Bergen, Luke Cecilon, Tasha Duran, these very funny people. And we we just get together and we've been playing this arc that we've been running through my goal I'm hoping to take them to session 100 um, Ooh, and, yes. and actually run the gamut of 20 levels all the way up there. Yes, uh, we'll nice. see. Well, that's so. beautiful. That's amazing. Yeah, if folks who listen to Dungeon Busters will remember uh, Thomas Tolls from Busting Traps. Watch your schlep. Yeah. Very, yeah. very yeah. funny episode that y'all should check out if you <laughs> haven't already. A lot of good schlep. info on traps there. Yeah. yeah, I also saw that you guys got some cool merch too. Thomas was wearing uh, one of your yeah. merch shirts at the theater. Yeah, yeah, we have we have we have some merch options available that because Jesse, who's on the podcast, is a is a graphic designer by like like that's his his day job uh and he's a great graphic designer i've done a lot of graphic design so we're very passionate about making cool things so we still sell merch for our show and we we have them available all the time they're, they're cool little shirts so yeah, yeah they look really fun that's awesome yeah. you've been running a lot of D uh mm-hmm. so i would love to know and i'd love to kind of start uh broaching the subject of our topic here today mm-hmm. we are busting cursed items yeah so i'd love to know what is all everyone around the table what is your experience 
with cursed items in D&D? Are there some that you remember that we were like, wow, that was awesome? Or, you know, maybe you're not a fan of them. What, what's your vibe on them? Yeah, you know, personally, I DM and cursed items is a lot of fun. And I think it's something that like, especially narratively creates like a lot of um, extra layers to what's happening. Uh, like on, mm-hmm. on, on, it adds like levels of dynamics. You can really kind of like take something. I think it's a nice way to like give a shot in the arm to, to a part of a campaign. Yeah. All of that being said, I have rarely used them because mm-hmm. I feel like they require a bit of long planning and long-term thinking mm-hmm. that, um, you only really get the opportunity to do when you're playing, uh, for a long time. Yeah. I am, I'm just starting to kind of dabble with that with our podcast and, 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 and like, starting to introduce some of like the darker side of the lore that they've been mm. dealing with on the world. And so mm. it's fun to kind of like, I'm just bringing in cursed items. So when, when we were talking about kind of what we wanted to do this episode, I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that this is going to be helpful for me. Cause I'm going to like, see how we do it too. And, and bring it in. I, I really like what, when you take a cur- an item and you give that, like it's relationship with the curse, like a personality, like that, that, that yes. it's a good way yeah. to like, you know, listeners of other Let's Plays, Nadpod does a really great cursed item in their campaign that they're doing right now, not another D&D podcast. Mm. And they have like this helm that has like charges that you have to, uh, you have to like roll certain things to to not, uh, to like help you at the end of night unless this curse will attack you. But they always do this really cinematic uh, way of like explaining how successful or, or unsuccessful like a, a, the interaction with the curse is. And I just think that there's a lot of cool opportunity with cursed items, so. That, yeah. I, I have limited experience, but I am excited. Yeah, I think uh, I have a limited experience too, actually. So I'm really excited for this episode as well. I've uh, one of my players in a pirate theme campaign that I was doing got a cursed dagger that like Ooh. thirsted for blood. So I had to do like a certain <laughs> amount of damage to uh, other like creatures that like actually had blood because I did damage against like a rock creature like but it elemental didn't or something yeah and it didn't yeah. work yeah so um yeah. that was challenging otherwise it would like affect my overall hp at the end oh, so wow. it was oh that's cool yeah pretty, uh intense but i only got to play sort of the first part of uh the curse and we, and we only had it for a couple sessions and then as campaigns are one to do it fizzled out um so i never got <laughs> like closure from this cursed item mm. um and <laughs> You've never shaken the curse. I've never shaken the curse. I'm still cursed. So uh, I I think it's interesting to play with like, uh, yeah, what like thematically, like why give certain players like a cursed item? Mm -hmm. What will it bring out of them? Like character wise, I think is interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it does allow for like an extra level of role play from people who maybe aren't necessarily as inclined to it because it's it's mm -hmm. a bit of like, you know, players who are less, uh, excited about role playing and are more into maybe numbers crunching or the other elements of D and think cursed items give them an opportunity to like, uh, it takes some of the pressure off because you're really, it can be between you and the DM, like those, mm. a lot of the, that role playing and a lot of that, or even within yourself. And I think that that can feel like a comfortable space for people who are maybe not as cool role playing with like larger groups and don't want to be like, well, I know what my character would do in a team of five and how they talk during the, you know, so yeah. I think that's kind of handy. I never considered that as like cursed items as a good because I I love things that like take at like encourage people to engage in the parts of the game that they might not be like as comfortable with. Yeah. And the idea of like cursed items as like a really nice like just gateway into deeper role playing. I think that is a mm-hmm. very, very fun thing. And yeah. honestly, I'm not surprised that a lot of 
people haven't run cursed items in their games or haven't encountered them as players. Because I was looking through the through the Dungeon Master Guide, mm-hmm. and I went through all the magic items, and as far as I could see, there were four cursed items Whoa. in the whole list of oh, magic really? items <laughs> that Wizards wow. of the Coast gives you. <laughs> I went and read like the DMG page on like magic items and it has like a little section on cursed items, but it's like, like four sentences and it kind of just really Mm -hmm. gives a kind of a very, like a baseline uh, idea Mm -hmm. of like what like constitutes a cursed item, like what the characteristics in general are. And I was just more of the work left up to the DM than, than in some of the other things, I guess. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think this is, and you know, there are probably some really great supplemental 5e materials yeah. oh, that have like a bevy of cursed of items you know i don't think any. so diego there's nobody <laughs> ever makes supplemental materials no yeah no one, no one would do that <laughs> yeah but no. if our listeners know of any really cool 5e cursed item compendiums uh please mm. feel free to let us know dngn busters pod on social media dungeonbusterspod yeah. at gmail.com yeah be I'll more than happy to, to know Google what you play with so that i can steal some of those ideas <laughs> yeah yeah maybe we can even play test some of them in the future but yeah i think that gives us kind of a good baseline of where we all are with cursed items yeah so why don't we go down to the dungeon busters lab mm. and see what we got in store today Alrighty, welcome into the Dungeon Busters Lab. Happy to have you all in here. Uh, first thing we're gonna get get to do is just get a baseline of the characters that y'all brought into the session today. So I asked both of y'all to prepare a fourth level character. So I'm very interested to see what y'all got. Uh, let's go ahead and kick it off with our special guest, Kevin. Would you like to yeah. tell us a little bit about your character? Yeah, for sure. Um, my character's name is Fitzroy Doppel. Um, Fitzroy is a dragonborn. He's, um, you'll have to forgive me because I'm looking at multiple tabs as I do this, as, okay. is, the, as is the way. Um, but Fitzroy Doppel is a, a he's a dragonborn. Uh, he's in his, he's in his like mid to late thirties. Very, um, very like sort of put upon. He didn't get made. He, he's a graduate. I should sp- spell this out. He is a graduate of Faust Academy of Necromancy and Dark Stuff. He's mm-hmm. a wizard. He's a level four wizard. He's focusing on necromancy, obviously. And um, he's he's interested in trying to make friends and make connections because he didn't really, he went to this adult education school for necromancy and it didn't really, didn't really grant him the amount of, you know, community connection that he might have mm-hmm. thought it would because he's just a, a little bit less easy to handle than some people might like. He's got a nose <laughs> ring. He wears these these nice big sort of glasses, and uh, and and he carries a spell book with him on his back and his wizard's robes. And he's he's just a he's just a he's just trying to have a have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, welcome to the table, Fitzroy Doppel. All right. Um, well, I think perhaps your time at that college uh, did give you one community connection, and that would be Tethryn Vice. Uh, he is a tiefling, uh, level four uh, tiefling barbarian, uh, Path of the Zealot, and he uh, serves. Uh, he he serves those who follow practice like the necrotic arts, um, and he mm. uh, like serves a deity that laughs in the face of death, or maybe controls death in its own way. Um, and he is uh, set out to help like uh, necromancer reach like their full potential so i think uh he has <laughs> come across uh fitzroy and sees quite a lot of potential and uh i will um 
I'll protect you. Oh. Uh, and I will fight for you and, and all that you, uh, that all that you're seeking, all the knowledge that you're seeking, as long as you keep me alive and bring me <laughs> back and uh, make sure that I can never die. Uh, <laughs> got your like best hype men of the undead here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's serving necromancy. He is serving uh. necromancy. Uh, yeah. And he's a tiefling. So he is, you know, shirtless, red skin, big horns. He's got this massive, uh, uh, great sword on his hip. Uh, he's ready to mess some people up. Amazing. Well, welcome to the table, Tethryn Vice. So here's a little context for where your characters are today. Cove's End is one of the many quaint coastal towns around the dark water sea that has fallen from an era of plenty into times of scarcity. Over the years, many have chosen to leave behind a life at the water's edge in search of opportunity elsewhere. Recently, some of the locals have noticed strange occurrences in and around the town. Strange symbols drawn on the sandy beaches to be washed away by the time the high tide rolls in. Whispered hymns echoing throughout the sea caves on the outskirts of town. And all manner of strange newcomers arriving into the small settlement. Not to mention the priest's weekly sermons draw an increasingly dwindling congregation. At the priest's urging, you have decided to investigate this clandestine meeting that you believe is happening during low tide in one of the sea caves on the outskirts of the town of Covezen. What do you all like to do? I think Fitzroy is um, treading along sort of the the, the, the coastline uh, towards this cave kind of opening, and I think he's he's perhaps just like um, finishing putting out maybe their fire and organizing their most recent camp to depart, and, uh, puttering about as it were. Uh, Tethryn uh, is sort of standing along the shoreline, listening to, trying to catch wisps of the hymns through the air. Yeah. Mm. Uh, as he stands uh, with his prayer wheel up, sort of spinning it slowly, um, he uh, sort of mumbles to himself, uh, just loud enough for Fitzroy to hear. Uh, I think the signs are good for potent necromantic energy in this region. It's a good thing uh, the priest is not suspecting. Feeling uh, optimistic, are we? <laughs> oh boy, uh, I'm very excited to see uh, see how 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 much uh, how much energy I can channel today. <laughs> you you always believe in me so much. I have absolute faith in you. It is unyielding <laughs> and unbreakable. You will rise to power. I can sense it. <laughs> uh, that, thank you very much, Tavlin. Yeah. You're so kind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, do, you, do you do you suppose um you could uh, maybe just help me? The, the logs are a little heavy, and uh, <laughs> you've got all those muscles, and uh, I just want to move some of this stuff out of the way. <laughs> yes, uh, and I'll help uh, Fitzroy uh, pack up camp and uh, set off in uh, the direction of the cave. Oh boy! <laughs> uh, when when uh, when when there were two sets of footsteps, uh, <laughs> it was it was both of us walking. But maybe I'll just hop on your back, and you can carry me. <laughs> I mean, if you want me to carry you i will but oh, no, no. you don't have to it, i thought you'd be more it's okay i was expecting enthusiasm yeah uh, i mean yeah <laughs> i'll carry you on my back you definitely i would love nothing more to carry you and our supplies 
with all on my back. That sounds great. Oh, th thank you so much. Hey, we hope you enjoyed that preview and be sure to check back in on February 22nd for the full episode. Trust us, it's going to be worth the wait. In the meantime, follow us on social media at DNGN Busters Pod across the social media verse. We're going to be posting updates, exciting content, and maybe even a contest or two throughout season two. So make sure you're following us. We'll see you back here Wednesday, February 22nd. Bust you later.